So I think you can add this part, whatever we blog between now and the start of the show. But I definitely think our listeners need to know that our taping was delayed to do to the uh, uh, bathroom habits of one of the twins, Mr. Caleb. Yes. Mm. I'm assuming Noah's sitting there right with them, keeping him company like the good old days. I think that's how they do it. I think that needs to make it. Yeah. No, I think I think that's exactly how they do it. So. How's it been? I had a shitty day. Yeah. <laughs> shitty week. Yeah. Hello. Hello. What's up, Noah? What's up? Noah, what was for dinner? Oh, bye, Noah. And he's off. He probably had to help Caleb fold the toilet paper. They're 10 minutes late, and they can't figure out the app. I'm like, come on. Yo. What's up? How's it going? I was just talking shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they say. If you're 10 minutes late, you're like 30. If you're 10 minutes late, you're like 30 minutes late or something. Who is yeah. they? Huh? No, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that makes all more sense. If you're five minutes late, then you might as well be 15 minutes late. That yeah. sounds like your mom. <laughs> I think Mamito said it. Huh? I think that's a Mamito saying. I heard that shit during pledge shift. No, oh, did, did you? Yeah. What else did you hear? Oh, a lot of shit. <laughs> we got prep night tomorrow, Chris. Prep night? Yeah. Who 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 are you gonna prep? Who do you like? No. They choose. <laughs> it's like their top three. Top three? What do you call yeah? Huh? Your top three? Like when you picked your top yeah. three? Did you do that? What is that? I don't know what we call it. Top three. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think it's the process called reduction of douchebaggery. Mm. Mm. Hey, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I may be running for chaplain. Yeah, hell yeah, it's in the blood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my campaign slogan was, my dad My dad was one, so it's in my blood. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> it's the best gig ever. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. I don't know if I'll get it, but I'm definitely going to run. I had to bless the alcohol instead of the wine. That was the only modification I made to the whole procedure. But uh, other than that, it was pretty yeah. straightforward. Hey, I'm going to give a – I'm going to give no, our intro – Hold on, no, I think you should take it seriously and you should pay twenty nine ninety five and become an ordained minister like your old man. Mm-hmm. I don't know about You got that. a career there. Marry all your friends. Marry and bury them. Yeah, but I think I'm going to be, like, I want to watch and not work. Huh? I want to watch and not work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel you. Spoken, <laughs> spoken like a true psych major. It doesn't want to work for anything. No, really. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, how's that no, going? We, going? Yeah, it's a long journey for truth, isn't it, Noah? It is, man. I, I yes. Just today, I was, I, oh, I had a, uh, 
difficult moment trying to find out what I want to do with my life. Hello. <laughs> what were you doing? Huh? huh? What were you doing, Caleb? None of your business. None yet. All right. Hey, guys, I'm going to give the intro shot. Y'all ready? All right. Get it. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the Happy to Disagree podcast, where three kids and their dad agree to disagree on sports, politics, pop culture, and everything in between, and they like it that way. How was that? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's good shit. I think, I think it has to be followed with, hi, I'm Daniel. <laughs> and I'm Christian. Hi. <laughs> I'm Christian. Shabuya. Shabuya. Roll call. <laughs> Roll call. <laughs> hey, uh, to start off the show, Noah, I heard that Freud was a cocaine addict. What are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everyone famous... I feel like everyone is a fastball in Something was on drugs at one point in their life. So, hey, so hold on. I think that would be a cool, a cool tease. Like, I want to, I want to work on the tease thing because I have two teases. You ready? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I want, I, I have identified something that is absolutely crippling to us as individuals, but that most of us are fearful to talk about. That's my first tease. Cool. The second tease is how many little wieners? <laughs> oh my goodness! Not <laughs> this again. I, I want to make sure yes, I get it right. Again. <laughs> wieners are too many, right? Wiener. I would I would go off the s and wieners and use the verb are instead of is too many. Or is it how many is? It should be how many is, right? I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah. That doesn't help me at all. No <laughs> doesn't 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 apply. <laughs> I think it's how many little wieners is too many. How, I'm going with how many little wieners is too many. That's my two teases. How many little Oscar Mayer wieners? It goes off a of mini. How many is? Yeah. How many is? How many wieners is too many? Yeah. It goes off a of mini. Many is the adverb. My, my mom would be proud. Not that I'm talking about little wieners twice in a row, but you uh, think Miss Sam did that one? <laughs> yeah, shout out to junior year, Miss Sam. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tease. This twins a job bringing thing. I wanted to hear more twins. The world I, needs I more twins. Not. I've had a busy day. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. For this one, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure our listeners really appreciate that. They want to hear about your busy day, you know, bringing shit to the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> next week, dropped off all the shit. No, 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 next week, I got this. Next week. All right, take it away, Caleb. Next week. Oh, wait. I'm working next week. Wait. All right, hey, oh, no. <laughs> no, but for real, hey, Freud was a cocaine addict, like heavy, heavy cocaine addict. So do you think that he was full of shit? And that he was just high every time he like wrote shit down about people being in love with their moms and shit. Hey, he found the truth as far as I'm concerned. So no matter how you find the truth, truth if it's the truth, then I'm good with it. Yeah, that. but did he find the truth? Some of the stuff he says, whack. Yes, he 100 percent found the you truth. You think that like people are in love with their moms and stuff? Absolutely, to an extent. Yeah, I see it. I see it within us, dude. Dude, I watched a movie last night. This dude was in love with his moms. So I do. Wrong chance. Dude, everyone seeks out people like. I do find it. I do find it interesting that like um, some I may have mentioned this on the last podcast, but I'm watching this. um, I'm a killer. It's about uh, 
uh, Psychopath Murders on Netflix. Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have parent issues, but more specifically have mom issues. Exactly. So maybe he's on something there, but he would, but I think he was cooked out. Everything in life is connected to like parents and family and like childhood. If you were raised like so a I shit lost man, somebody, odds are you're going to be I'm like a shitty something. person. Are you here? I'm back Dad? now. Okay. <laughs> He's back no, now. I back now. Couldn't hear you guys for a minute. Oh, word. Yeah, you get that headset, homie. Wait, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah. Everything. Well, hey, we, if we're going to make a podcast out of this, we can't tell people, hey, I'm back and I, I can't hear you. Like, this is a phone call. <laughs> we got to play through it. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah. What the hell? I don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't, wanna, you don't have to listen. That's what the fuck. Noah, Noah, are you? Noah, are you there? Yeah, are you there, there? Yeah, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Caleb, you there? Yeah. What you do, fucker, is you write down the time <laughs> that this is happening, minute nine in the episode, nine, and you 15. go back and you clip it. Okay. We were talking about some gold, though. I don't want to. I don't want to lose it. Uh, but also, Noah, the dude lived till he was like eighty, and he did cocaine a lot. So. Maybe Boy? that's what you need to focus on. Yeah, so moral of the story, drugs are okay. <laughs> right now? <laughs> is that what you're getting at? <laughs> I thought the story is sticking for you. Well, we could get into that too, but I was getting to the point. Why are you hating on Floyd? No. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, dude, Floyd was an absolute I'm not, genius, revolutionary, pioneer. I'm not hating. I'm trying to learn more. I my One of my roommates is a psych major, so I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I know more than he does. You think so? He's a senior now, so. Yeah, I would. What's the that. coolest thing? Yeah, I probably know more. No, what's the coolest hey, thing? We might. Hey, you know, you know what? I'll be fair. Could be on the same level. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be. Well, thank, thank you for conceding that point. No, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Hey, Noah, what's the you, what's the coolest see. thing that I wouldn't know about Freud? About Freud? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about Freud. I know like so. General psych was over all subjects. Abnormal psych wasn't like, was like a lot of people go into that. So Freud isn't really focused on my classes that much. Uh-huh. Like he was the father of it, but people who like, kind of carried it on further are like more important kind of, than what I'm learning right now. My roommate knows a lot about Freud, so suck it. Yeah, yeah does he? Because he he well, learned he might be it. Specializing in Freudian he, psychology, he, so no, he learned it. Like psychoanalysis. He learned it in advance, psych. If you'd, have, if you'd have said, like, so suck your mother's tit, it would have kind of been, like, ironic and funny at the same time. <laughs> True. So go kiss your mom and stuff. Wait, what's what's he made? He learned it from what? I'm just I, he's, I'm just blowing shit now. You're yeah. bullshitting me? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Can't yeah. bullshit a bullshitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True that. <laughs> heard, heard on that, sir. Um, well, shit, how's everyone's week? Uh, easy, pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was just long, dude. I've been, I've had a lot of schoolwork all week, and I started that. I started a new job, which should be alright. It was pretty easy. But so, I don't know. for all of our um, podcast listeners, I researched on getting a press pass to this weekend's OU versus FAU game to try to get a chance oh, yeah. to meet some of the. Thriving, I might add, last chance you players that are now playing Division One football, but they seem they must they must be so much worse off because of the terrible coaching. Um, 
Anyway, try to get a press pass to go meet some of these guys to see how worse off they are from all the terrible coaching they got at Duco. And was <laughs> informed that our baby podcast would not be allowed on the sidelines. So <laughs> I, w- I want you to know, how our podcast listeners, I tried for you. I tried. Dude, did you tell them we had eight plays? Eight? Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were all us and maybe new. <laughs> eight plays. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, we have nine. Now that's a big win, bro. Yeah, that's no, we have nine plays. So the other day, and I know the twins didn't listen to that shit, so they're <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hey, hey, so the, so the other day, Please don't call me out like that. The other day on Twitter, Gary uh, Gary V goes, "Hey, what can I do for you?" Serious question, like so. People, everyone was replying to him, asking him questions about business or life or whatever. And this guy goes, "How do you?" Um, Oh, what did he say? How do you grow a following on a podcast? And Gary V goes like this and just mentioned it to like his millions of followers. So everyone's <laughs> like got a glimpse of his, his podcast because he asked Gary V like, how do you blow it up? Oh, well done, goes, Christian. No. Okay. So, okay. So you didn't <laughs> let me finish. Oh. You didn't let me finish. So in the comment section, oh. I, I posted on how to get to ours. So if they read the Not comments, bad. they'll find ours. Hey, dude. I was, I was shitty yeah. and you actually yeah. did something. I'm yeah, good. so, all right. Well yeah. Great shit. That Chris, is a good a way to – Respect. That is a good way to organically grow it. Like, um, I could go on Twitter right now and search hashtag podcast and anyone who's talking about it, just put our podcast in the comments. Eventually, some people yeah. will maybe click on it, so – yeah. You never know how that true. could go. So that's a that's, free way to do sneaky. something. Yeah. A lot of people um, promote products that way and different stuff. Yeah. So. I do like the idea of us figuring out how to video record this also. And then the video record as well as the audio recording go up simultaneously. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Google Hangouts to YouTube will do it. You and I maybe can try it later. I, it so I made I made a Gmail. I didn't. I don't think you got it. You you're having phone troubles. I got my phone fixed, by the way. Or not yeah. Fixed. Hell tell yeah. Us about, tell us about your thoughts on Apple. Well, I I have like four or five apples. Like how many? Do you, how many phones does it take <laughs> to, get, to get one that works? That has a whole apple tree. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had little little bitty worms and worms. <laughs> and this time they sent me a 128 gig iPhone six, but it's uh, just a regular. It's not the big one. Kind of mm. takes me off. But it's the best phone I've had in like three or four years, so I'm gonna go with it. Well, Dad, you're getting so, so since since we're since we're talking about Apple, Haley. Um, Who's Haley? Her laptop to Apple. Haley, my girlfriend. My wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she listen. The uh, <laughs> the, uh, G, the G key on her laptop, her like brand new 2017, um, I guess MacBook Pro, was broken. So she put it into the Apple Store, and then she still she had she's been here for two weeks and still hasn't gotten it back. And then finally they emailed her like two days ago, and they were like, "We lost your computer, so we're gonna send you a brand new." Like 2018 MacBook Pro, like still has a touch bar and a new case for free. Damn, that's yeah. a good company right so, there. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, yeah, but like, like also, she was yeah. so excited. I was like, you just forgot that you didn't have a laptop for three weeks. Like, that was kind of their whole hey, Chris, idea. It was it real worked. cool when they lost it. That was a great company. Mm. It makes them totally forget that, I mean, they even lost it in the first place. That's just mm. funny. Hopefully, y'all have some, erase some of those 
Sunday school pictures y'all may or may not have on there. <laughs> yeah, when you make billions of laptops, odds are you're going to lose some of them. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought that was funny because that just made me kind of mad because it made her forget about her, them losing. See, that's too. a good company, right? There. That's that a happen? good company right there. How does that A happen? company that makes you forget that you even messed up. That's yeah, how it no, should be. I didn't like that's that part wicked. about it. I didn't, wicked. Yeah. It was definitely good by Apple, but I don't like that part. But hey, I like companies I that don't mess up. That. That's yeah, non-existent, Noah. That's the, that's to say that you're perfect, huh? If well, you're I'm per- not saying I'm perfect, but if I'm so you're saying dollars, are you selling are you selling millions of computers? Company? Are you selling millions of computers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. I'm saying. That my dad pays a substantial amount of money to Apple, so the least they could do is fucking not make mistakes. I'm pretty sure you've like forgotten to put a guy's name on a rush list, and you only have like sixty guys to like keep track of. Like they have millions of computers, dude. Going it's gonna that. happen. No, but but it's, how is there, is it there like, possible? How how do you misplace a laptop? Uh, because you sell millions of them. Millions. How do you misplace? It? Oh my gosh. Not, I okay. literally couldn't find totally. my car keys this morning. Yes. And I have one set. Budget. In total, yes, Apple does. <laughs> the store that fucking lost her, the store that lost her fucking laptop, probably not millions. One time I lost my phone, and I only have one of those. You no, that's, lost a good, phone? that's a solid point. That's right. your... <laughs> but but when, I, when I found my phone, I was so happy that I forgot that I even lost it. Well, Christian, I wouldn't pay you, okay, to... Keep keep my phone, okay? That's all I'm saying. Because you're bad at it, so I wouldn't pay you money to do it. You pay my, uh, you pay money for the superior product. Do I? Hey, but hey, her, her GQ so was broken. Just, so is it that? I'm just gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. You took her to the what bar? What bar did we take this laptop to? Oh God. <laughs> the genius oh, bar, right? The genius bar. I got it. <laughs> So is, this a, is this a hey? hey so I'm, this, gonna have, this I'm gonna have a repair company, <laughs> all right? And I'm gonna have a collective group of American dumbasses that are gonna bring this laptop to me three or four times because it's, I know it's gonna break. It's gonna break so much. I'm gonna give half of my retail store to this genius bar because I know that our shit breaks down all the time. But I don't want them to feel like they're dumbasses for buying my product. So I think I'll just call it a genius bar. That's it. And it'll work. And it does. Yeah, it does. Marketing. Yeah, it's a shame. Shame. Damn shame. We should have, that reminds me, we should have a dad joke segment where dad can say all of his jokes. I don't really have jokes. That's more of an accurate yeah, analysis. Not joke. <laughs> he has anecdotes. Uh, well, what do y'all think about... Um, I, got, I watched a little bit of John McCain's funeral today on YouTube. It was kind of weird. I was just like browsing and stuff, oh, stumbled on it. Yeah. Apparently, Joe Biden blew the house down. He's awesome. Like, oh, really? Joe yeah. Biden. I love Like the I, I saw, I, I read, Joe Biden. I watched his last line and it said, um, to quote Shakespeare, the likes of you will never be seen again or something like that. And just basically dropped oh. the mic and walked off and everyone was like crying yeah. and it was just awesome. You know, John, John McCain is one Republican conservative that I don't hate, man. Like, I know he was. I dig. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you? Uh, do you know a lot about his POW uh, story, Dad? Yeah, yeah, there's something going on HBO. Like, I don't know if I've watched it. Yeah. 
through and through. Yeah. Pretty pretty remarkable what he did. Great guy. Yeah. I mean, he basically spent, what, six years in solitary confinement and at, like, the second or third year had a chance to get out. And stayed in because they were going to make him sign something that was going to be used uh, for war propaganda. Mm Mm-hmm. And he didn't want that. And he also, I've heard that he didn't want him to be released and other prisoners not be released. So he stayed in. And I mean, it's like solitary confinement. Like that's, I go, I get sad when I don't see people for like three days. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Can't imagine that. Can't I think uh, Obama like, spoke too, right? I don't know if he did or not. I would hope so. So I know that, I know that both. Bush and Obama spoke at his funeral, which was kind of cool because yeah. Obama was the one that beat McCain in the presidential race, right? Yeah, and then in, were, in what 08? Um, I think or was 08? I think it was 08, and then yeah, that's not right. Yeah, it was yeah, 08, it was I believe. Yeah. Or it might have been yeah. the second one. Who did, who did he beat the second? Who no, the 2012 was Mitt Romney, Romney, I think. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah. But uh, they didn't talk, and they weren't super close. Um, but kind of just the awesomeness of John McCain is going to do what he wants, and I thought it was really good. And so I haven't gotten to see what Barack Obama said yet, but I love every time he speaks, and I'm sure it was awesome and very fitting of the greatness of Mr. McCain. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. I agree. Pretty cool dude, man. That was cool. What else did you watch Any else about the funeral? No, just just briefly watched it, and then I saw um, everyone loved Joe Biden's speech. I mean, that would, those are the main takeaways. But um. All right, I got a couple of questions. Twins, have y'all watched any more of Last Chance You? No, I did watch a couple more. You still love Mr. Stevens? Hey, I never, I never loved him. I mean, he, uh, yeah. I okay. So I watched that episode where the referee punched him. Do you remember that? Yeah, he goes, why are you hitting a white guy? He said, you're hitting a white guy. <laughs> Did you hear that? What? Yeah, he, goes, he goes, what are you doing hitting a white guy? That's what he said to the ref. Uh-uh. Yeah. No yes. way. Dude, yeah, no. That that kind of, I was like, dude, this guy sucks. <laughs> like, that guy changed my mind on a lot of things. Because, like, Coach V never, would never, ever fought anyone, you know? I mean, not in my time, but, like, never got super physical with anyone. And there was a coach that kicked one of our players, and he never went I that, will say I thought the, I thought the ref was a douche also. <laughs> yeah, no, he's the one who swung first. So, I kind of gave him, yeah, I kinda gave him a pass dude. on the fight, but the the questioning of hitting him Retired. because he was white, I didn't really know what where to go with that. <laughs> I mean, Caleb, I've, I've seen could be like get 99% of the way hitting a ref and like not do it. I mean, like he'll get like right in their I know, face. But still, it takes it takes it takes that maturity to not do it. You know, like that just that separates the men from the boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. I think it's past Coach Buddy Stevens is a boy. Oh, he, he's a boy. <laughs> Buddy Stevens is a boy. Not By a no man. classification is he a boy. <laughs> Simple as that. He's a boy, not a man. So just to kind of that, that kinda... dude's balls drag on the floor. He's not a boy. An I, I old man. Kinda, hey, just to kind of 
sum up the last chance you i don't want to spend that much time on it but now we need a new title <laughs> I, I think i think mm-hmm. we have little wieners would be a good one. Oh gosh i just what, can't what? i can't get myself to talk about that stuff how about like what what's caleb doing <laughs> what was caleb you got doing? to do i do i have to yes do what i have was, to have an opinion what was caleb you just, doing would be you a just good gonna title. ignore reality why are you ignoring that shit i just i that, get what? weird saying wee wee there's okay. something no about the word okay hey, i'm, I'm gonna no talk about that in a second but hey i want to i do want to <laughs> say something about the game oklahoma is playing florida atlantic and uh cool thing saturday about 11 a.m saturday Central. 11 a.m and there is a uh 24 line 24 point line and it's uh favor of oklahoma and i am going to make everyone money and i'm going to say take florida atlantic and the points to cover, uh, I, I to would cover. too. And yeah. uh, I might even put a $10 on Florida Atlantic to win because there's no Baker Mayfield. I don't know what the offense is going to be like. Last year's team was still – Tyler Murray, though. Yeah, right? but he's yeah, yeah, it is Kyler Murray. Yeah. He's little. Dude, he's awesome, yeah, but he's, he's little. Yeah, he's hella. Yeah, he's what? a winner. It'll be fun. But look, yeah. so the quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback for uh, Florida Atlantic is uh, the first quarterback for season one, uh, last chance you. Wyatt or no. the uh... – oh, oh, no, it's season uh, two. I'm sorry. Because um, Wyatt, okay. he's just he's just working in the metal factories now. Um, but JF3, yeah, J- John Franklin III, he comes out. He's he's the yeah. wide receiver for Florida Atlantic now. And then the, the other quarterback for Florida Atlantic, he's the guy that punched a girl at the bar when he was at Florida State. And the one point I do want to make about that is – not all of these guys are douches that come from uh, bad ghetto neighborhoods and stuff. This dude was raised really well. He had great parents. They interviewed his parents. They said, hey, we taught him not to hit anybody. I don't understand what's going on. So, like, they're not all ghetto thugs. They can be treated and talked to with respect if you get to know them a little bit. But he's going to be the quarterback, and uh, he's super awesome. And there's three or four players from Last Chance U. So, kind of a cool, cool football game to watch. And Lane Kiffin's the coach, so it's going to be offensively. It's going to be awesome. You have to arguably who Lane Kiffin is. uh, He used to be the offensive coordinator for Alabama. Worked under Nick Saban for years, and had a stint at USC. Correct? Yes. Am I wrong? Yeah, he had a stint at USC. Didn't do very well. When worked under Nick Saban, Uh, hated Nick Saban. Now he's at Florida Atlantic, and I mean, you have arguably two of the best offensive minds in this game this weekend. And it's a eleven a.m. So game. I don't. I don't understand at, it. Wasn't he at Oakland, the Raiders for a little bit, and then he was also at Tennessee, I believe. Might have been. Might have been. He might have had a little time in the NFL too. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. he's kind of on the the game was built as Lane or the season is Lane Kiffin's on his last chance. You and he's reaching out to all these last chance you players, but they're really good kids. So it's kind of worth a watch if you're watching uh, last chance you just to see what that Oklahoma game's like on Saturday. Pretty sure they had the best statistical offense last year. Well, crazy. We'll see what OU's defense is like. They're getting yeah. twenty-four points, so there's some respect and, uh, there. And and uh, over/under on overall points is at sixty-nine, so it should be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I t- I take the under, but some people are taking the over. Yeah, sixty-nine. Well, uh, good old Arkansas plays Eastern Illinois. If y'all want to, I do because yeah. nail biter. Hey, do y'all have a do y'all have a game that's <laughs> In prime time at all? <laughs> any night? Any night <laughs> <Not> games? <yet. laughs> 
see. They're in the SEC. Due time, my They're in the SEC, Big Trust 12. Hey, chill out. Big 12's good. You know what? Hey, we're going to be on primetime when we're playing, like, the primetime team. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we'll yeah, when it's, when it's 50, hey, yeah. when it's 50 to 0. When we got off. <laughs> I can't wait to I yeah, can't wait yeah. to watch fifty but, hey, to zero we'll, in the we'll spotlight. Go time, baby. Wow. Right. Hey, I got one question for you, Christian. How many little wieners is too many? Uh, I, how many times do we have to say that until it's too many? <laughs> I need you to take a guess. Just say I did six. A, you want six? I did. I did. <laughs> no, they're not ducks yet. They're little wieners. I don't know. I, well, for Christian's sake. I, I just I don't know what I I don't I don't know that I have an opinion on any of that. I don't know why. I, partly because I can't get over the wee wee part. Did you the watch wee- the movie? Hey, did you watch the movie the twins talked about? What was it called? Spotlight. Uh, Spotlight. Spotlight. No, no, sir. No, I did not. I watched it. Did you? It's very eye opening. Yes, it is. So, what if there were in a ten year period, if there were one hundred priests that had been convicted of raping little boys? I mean, so how many priests are there overall? Um, hey, that's only in okay. So you got to think about no, it. I'm, so, a ca- I'm an accounting major, so I like I like oh, numbers. Shit. I will tell you that what they said was that in the movie, they uh, there was a healing clinic for these priests that had issues, and so they did a study of that clinic. And the doctor said that he could, for almost certainty, that six percent um, of all priests um, are molesters. Yep. So what percent? Okay, Six so percent. Yeah. To me, that's. Oh. I mean, to me, that's that's not like. Let's take down the whole Catholic Church and all the charity that they do and all the good things that come with the Catholic so Church. I, I mean, I want I'm, not, you to, I'm not at that point at six percent. I want you to numbers watch the movie. wise. No. Listen, I want you to watch the movie, Christian, because your argument is exactly almost word for word what the priest used as an argument to excuse the behavior. Yeah, the people that knew what's going on and still not doing anything about it—that's exactly what you said. They sound like you. No, it's different because yeah. I, I would, I would take no. into, I would, hey, let me finish. I would take into account the people who actually did the crimes and do my best to do something about that. There's a difference between not doing anything at all and doing something about the actual problem rather than blowing up the whole big Catholic Church in and of itself. Does that make any For sense? Sure. Like. Like there's two like I'm in the middle and you're saying that I'm on the opposite end and I'm not. I'm not saying no one should be held accountable. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying the the guy sitting in the pew who just donated a hundred thousand dollars to charity because he enjoys going to church and you know, loves his family and does right and follows the you know, whatever he believes is true and you know, does his best to do everything right, should not be punished. If he is punished, then what what is his will to keep going if his whole world is based on the Catholic Church and it all comes crumbling to the ground? That's going to be chaos. That's Christian. going to be anarchy for millions of people. If church is the only reason he's given charity, he should he's just shouldn't even. Like, it's okay, just stupid. that's an idealist way to think, Noah. There are people out there that need that. They don't think like that. They don't think that you know they need that to hang on to. And we call them all sorts of things, including simpletons, but. On to. That's what people need. They need something to hang on to like that. And if they don't, then okay. what if they don't have anything? And they're going to, like it's it's going to be a mess. Like the what you what you're saying has drastic implications farther than you can even imagine. 
I don't think y'all are taking into the big picture. Dude, I know. I understand. I don't think you do, man. I, I don't even. I, I don't understand. even understand. Okay, it's incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible. It really is. Stop. You've been talking. Listen to me talk. Listen to me talk. Are you ready? Are you ready? Six percent of all priests. Okay. You think that they're only like every single priest that's in that six percent only like fuck. It's several. Every single time, it's several. I. I get, I get that that can all, I get that that can also be exponential, but that can only be exponential for a certain extent. If you're talking about ni- ninety, well, then where's the line? Where's the line of how much bad? You I, do I showed you, you my, I showed you my people. line. My line is is holding people that are wrong accountable and not holding the whole population accountable for a small minority. And six percent is a small Christian. minority. Despite okay. so, what They're someone not may think, holding each other accountable. It's obvious. It's been in, going in, on for in any in any other form. In any other form, six percent is a minority. So why is it different? Dude, why is this different? It's affecting. It's because it's affecting more. Okay, that six percent is a small number, but the lies being affected by that six percent are so astronomically larger than the small statistic of six percent. Yeah, and the and the and the, and the Catholic and the Catholic Church crumbling to the ground is by far worse. In, in, in like times a hundred, times a million, times whatever you want. Far worse. No way. No way. All right. Hey, let me throw Dude, a few. they can find something else. Let me throw a few they numbers can, at you. They can find something else. The, the people whose lives were affected can't, can't change the fact that they got molested. How long, is the, ca- how long, how long has the Catholic Church been around? As long Dude, as little know. boys. It's crooked and it should be As gone. long as there's been little boys. Yeah. It's crooked and should be gone. <laughs> Christian, just a, or hey, not Christian. Talk. I'm not singling you out because I I think you actually make some decent points because it's bigger than we all. But I think the I think the issue is much bigger than you're giving it credit for. Also, so that, I can yeah. I can probably agree to that. So that six percent that six percent of people that admit it, I know that I'd probably have problems. Yeah, there's that. a bias to that. Okay, so, so yeah. what's your? I mean, what's your guess then? I mean. So I don't really have a guess. I know that. Okay, so then if, if you're not going off the 6%, then it becomes speculation, and we can't really talk like that anymore. So, so we have to go off We have to go off something. Hey, dude, minimum? I have some data for you. Jesus Christ. Well, let's hear it. All right. Talk to me. All right. All right. So were, this was from – this was on CBS News, um, and, our, um, and it says this was written in 2014, and it says 2004 – the Vatican revealed Tuesday that over the past decade, so 10 years, it has defrocked 848 priests who raped or molested children and sanctioned another 2,572 with lesser penalties. So they were probably just like finger banging. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what a lesser penalty is. Providing the first ever breakdown of how it handled the more than 3,400 cases of abuse reported to the Holy since 2004. So that's, okay. that's how many so, individuals were convicted. Like Noah said, like some of these priests have 30 or 40 claims against them. So it does, it does yeah. get exponential after that. And like I said, man, these are just the ones that are reporting it. And, I think the ones at the top, Christian, they are guilty, bro. Like they, they, they may not have been doing it, but they protected their friends that did it, and they didn't call it out. And still yeah. to this day, no one has said, "Hey, don't let your boys alone with little priests." Someone needs to stand up and do that. And if they can't, man, like that's the part of me that's kind of with Noah. You don't deserve it. You don't get to be a religion, man. I mean, so eighty eight hundred and forty eight over ten years. 
Is that am I, are my numbers right? So that's that's rape. So eighty five priests per year. Yeah, that that raped. Yeah, I mean that. Out of the what, one billion people? Dude, that's just re- that, that are Christian slash Catholic. You understand that? Okay, even if it's double that, triple that, like there are what probably half a billion people that consider themselves. I don't know the number, but I know a billion of the population is Christian. So it's got to be around there. I don't know How what that encompasses, you... but I'm just saying 85 a year out of 500 million or whatever it is. Like, come on now. It's hey, a numbers can you, game. How can, can you... you back these companies that are fucking up so royally? Like this and the Apple shit. It does, your opinions on these are so skewed. Okay, one puts out bad computers so and one skewed. plays with little boys wieners. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> there's, there's bad thing. Like, there's bad things of both. Like, uh, hey, so, I I, Christian, I, I would like if you have a, a little bit of time, I'd like for you to watch Spotlight, and I just like to hear kind of what you think about it, because when you, when you do get the data, and you do understand the cover up, maybe it projects a little different light. But I'm yeah. not completely disagreeing with the fact that it would cause complete chaos and. There's part of me that feels sorry for the lady that's sitting there counting her rosary that has all of her faith and, you know, the priest and God. And, like, actually, one of the reporter's grandmother is that person, and she's reading the article, and the look on her face is just complete abandonment. So it's 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 real. Yeah. All right, that's so do, do any so, of can I Can I take one more side of it? Yeah. Like, I think their whole um... – oh, never mind. Never mind. Let's move on. All right, let's move on because this might take the rest. But I mentioned something that I think is incredibly crippling, and it's crippling to a lot of uh, people out there. But so few men are uh, unwilling to talk about it. So, what do you guys have? What are your guesses? All right, can we can we restate the overall kind of premise? Um, something that is so crippling, um, it affects a lot of us, and we're all scared to talk about it. Erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Christian, uh, if you need some help after the call, I'll be available. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Shout out, Sydney. Depression. What? Anxiety, depression. What? There you go, my friend. Anxiety, depression. It yeah. is anxiety. And I kind of want to tell you guys a story. Um, do it because it's kind of crippling to me like i've had a shitty week this week it's been really bad and like i kind of got all bummed because i had a weekend trip planned susan and i were gonna go and i was gonna check on my bees on saturday and go to the condo sunday you know all of the third world problem things or first world (laughs) but i had a gm quit general manager of restaurant group that I work for. And, and, uh, he thought he was getting on me cause he knew I wanted to go out of town. So he quitted, he quit before I fired him, which I wasn't going to fire him. The dude was just, I don't know. He kind of lost his head or whatever, but it sent me into a bad place, man. Like last night I couldn't sleep at all. My, um, my gut was wrenching, like I'm pacing back and forth. And the dumb part of it is like, I'm mentally, I'm sitting there and I'm telling myself, I'm like, Hey, you are losing it. You're blowing it out of proportion. This event mm-hmm. is not worthy of this much stress and anxiety, but I couldn't talk myself out of it. And when I get that way, really the only thing for me to do is go to work or figure out what got me there and figure out my plan to make it better. That's usually what gets me moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. Do you guys ever have feelings like that? I mean, it is an abs- it, it is. It cripples me. Like last night, I was I was crippled. I I couldn't I couldn't sleep. Um, I was throwing up, nauseated all the time. Um, it was just a really, really bad experience. And I get to work this morning. I work through a few things. I figure out it's not going to be that bad. I get some options. I get a plan. I move forward. And all, and all of a sudden, my anxiety's gone away. But there was 10 hours yesterday where I, it took my confidence. It took the wisdom that I have. And it all made those not mean anything to me. And just created this incredible amount of self-doubt inside of me that it took me a lot of time to handle. So maybe... No, I feel like I can't maybe that's why it. men don't talk about it because it does sign a kind of sound like I'm too feely, touchy feely, and it makes you sound like you're talking about your emotions and stuff. And it can be embarrassing, but hey, man, it's something I deal with, and I think we're all better if we kind of talk about it. For sure. And Caleb, you're the last one I would think would suffer from anxiety. I mean, I reason like this summer was super hard on me. Um, when I was taking six hours and working like forty hours a week, I was just not enjoying myself yeah. at all it was a really hard time for me like i was probably depressed for a little Ooh. bit but i mean i got through it and i knew i would so that's what kept me going so i mean it's stuff can get tough but i, I can kind of ease my mind and just say like because i'm a super positive person so i can kind of just veer my mind away from those bad thoughts and just kind of say like hey it's not this bad like it will be okay yeah so i'm it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting there saying, hey, man, I've tackled 10 times harder projects than this. Nothing. Right. Get up in the morning and start moving forward. And I just couldn't. I would even woke Suze up. I'm like, Suze, I can't get out of my own head. I don't even know what's <laughs> going on. Like, yeah, it's just gut-wrenching. So I don't know. Uh, I had even given it. I had done two guided meditations to try to get my head right and get me that going. That didn't work. It's just, man, it's a tough place. And. And so like I you know I'm never I'm never suicidal or anything like that. I never I never mm-hmm. have any issues like that. I think I can understand how people do lose control. But I've never I've mm-hmm. never yeah. been that close to losing control. Mm-hmm. And I'll also tell you guys, I tried medicine one time. I don't even know if I've told you all this stuff, but I tried medicine one time and it kind of made me not who I was. Or I felt like I wasn't the person that I am and I'd kind of rather be me and half crazy than me and not be me. And so it's just mm-hmm. kind of having, it's, yeah. it's kind of learning how to deal with the anxiety and little tricks that help you deal with it. Yeah. No, I mean, that was me in college. Uh, I'm t- textbook, like anxiety test taker. I mean, like every, every test that would come up, it was like, I mean, three nights before I'm, I'm not sleeping. I mean, I'm just going, I'm going yeah. over stuff in my head. I'm like, I, I mean, I get doomsday. I'm like, if I don't, if I don't, uh, <laughs> this is the chain of events. If I don't do well on this test, then I won't get a good grade in this class. And that'll affect my overall GPA and that'll affect my future. And I won't get a good job and I won't be able to get a good <laughs> wife. And then I won't be able to have kids and I'll just like die yeah. in a box homeless. Like that's uh-huh. seriously how your mind works these things out. It's like, you like I'm sure you did the same thing, Dad. Maybe like if you know if I can't figure this out, then you know this will happen and this will happen. Whatever. I mean, you just that. Oh, I think like, that's what. Yeah, I had one. You know, I had one dude quit, and like I had lost everything. I yeah. Lost my bees. <laughs> yeah. My Prius got repossessed. Yeah. I had to start and it's eating. like <laughs> yeah. I had to start eating meat because it was the only yeah. thing I could afford. 
Yes. And it's like, you just do that. And I think that's what we stay like, you know, people that get in these anxiety kind of situations, they, they do these chain of events and they make all these correlations that just aren't there yet. And I don't know. I think something that's helped me um, is like, so be like, I think anxiety is something that is really just a word, you know, like it's a word made by the media or something that someone told us, you know, anxiety, depression, things like that. And maybe a lot of it is due to like the self-talk. Like if you tell yourself you're anxious, then you're going to feel anxious rather than saying, oh, you know, I'm just a little nervous or, oh, I'm just, you know, it's like changing the word around kind of helps you psychologically. I don't know if that sounds whack to you guys, but there's a lot of research behind it. Like oh, yeah, um, no, I tried everything. Like I said out loud, I'm like, hey, this is dumb. <clears throat> this is my mind controlling my thought process beyond yeah. reality. Yeah. I need to get on top of it and stop it and rest and find my peace and go to sleep. I'm saying that out loud. And then two minutes later, I'm throwing up and my gut is like all in knots. Like it was, it's, yeah. one of, it's a bad one. It was a bad one for no reason. Like I've had right. reasons to have breakdowns like that, like losing a job, losing a marriage, losing two businesses. But like what, what I lost nothing. <laughs> in this and I still had to deal with it. I think part of it too is I've been really tired lately. So like most of the time yeah. I'm mentally able to get on top of it and I just couldn't get the energy to my brain to get on top of it. So and I also hadn't eaten anything that day. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. A lot of times like your blood sugar levels can affect Oh absolutely that's... dad you gotta yeah you yeah. gotta start with that. I mean yeah. that's gotta be that's gotta be sleep and eating is two right there that would have yeah. cut that in half if not a third i mean two three fours yeah me and food have our own battles that we'll talk about maybe in some right. podcast but right, it wasn't right, anything right. that i off. it was just i kind of got busy had a bad day and just didn't forgot to eat which doesn't happen very often in my life right right so, right right yeah um but i guess i just I want to say it because I don't want you guys to feel like you're weird or if you are weird, you're kind of weird with me. So that's kind of cool. But like maybe someone does listen to this podcast and they, they have the anxious feelings or they have the things that they don't understand. I'm like, Hey dude, just talk about it. It's going to be okay. Like, I think it's really bad when we keep it inside. And I think it's better if you talk about it and realize you're not the only little pussy out there that suffered. Like, yeah. I I feel like when you say it out loud, I feel like when you say it out loud, it makes it makes it sound more stupid, like what you're worrying about. So you finally realize, like, wow, I probably shouldn't be worrying about this anyway. Yeah, another trick, like, like it didn't work last night, but sometimes, and this is more depression than anxiety. There was a song in church growing up, and it was "Count Your Blessings One by One," and like, and like my boss actually sat down with a piece of paper and wrote down my blessings and get two to three pages in, and that has kind of. Like, okay, you're not super shitty. You're going to be all right. But I had to actually physically write down number 55. Figured out that I have some good things going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, that's good. Two teases. Good deal. We got any parting thoughts? Um, so I'm starting, I'm starting writing my book. So We're doing a book now. I did see that. That was cool. I'm, I'm, writing, I'm writing a book. Um, called what is it? What did I what did I name it? Lessons from my year with a millionaire mentor. Dude, yeah, I like that. I yeah, love that. I wrote I wrote the intro today, and I have the chapter outline. 
So um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like even if only, even if only people in my circle read it and maybe a few of their friends and someone is inspired by it, then fuck it. I'm cool with that. So um, yeah. So I think just capturing that data is, important man like I yeah think also, i'm sitting here i'm like man we need some videos we're gonna do an education we can do it yeah how to yeah. so we can go back and learn i think it's fantastic i love that idea yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm learning i learned a lot and to keep it to myself would be selfish so um getting it out there for the world and i i don't like me and mitch talk mitch is uh my boss and me and mitch talk he's the millionaire mentor and me and mitch talked to this week and we we were kind of talking about how all these entrepreneurs, it's like they don't give a lot out to the world because they, it's almost like they want to keep what made them successful secret instead of, you know, like, yeah. like they don't want other people to join them in their success kind of thing because they want it all for themselves. And, and we don't agree with that philosophy. So I think that's um, changing too. I, I think it's changing with the internet. Yeah. Everyone's about idea sharing. Like right. not a lot of, you, it's, you can't even keep your shit proprietary anymore. It's right. Like everyone's out there and I'll copy it. Yeah. Yeah, it just has course. to be better that no one can replicate. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm all about just, you know, whatever I got, everyone can have and just do what you can with it. So anyway, that's that's coming out soon. I'm trying to write a chapter a day. So today I wrote the intro and tomorrow will be another chapter. If I'm not too hungover, we'll see. So, so how how long are you thinking about making um, it? You know, how many chapters? I, I think that's why a lot of people don't write books because they think it's this monster thing that has to be like 357 yeah. pages. I'm just going to write a short little book and – like it's my thoughts. And if I think that everything I need to say is out there, then that's it, you know, and it's, I'm not going to spend a lot yeah. of time editing, you know, I'll maybe go over it, kind of make some things smoother. But I think that's why like people are like, Oh, I want to write this book, but they never start because they think it has to be this Harry Potter sized book. And so there are eBooks out. And honestly, if it's a smaller, if it's a smaller book, I feel like more people will read it. It's read easier it to read. It yeah. It's more enjoyable. So you yeah. know, I, I just don't, don't know. So I'm just going to write my thoughts down and whatever happens, happens. I have seven chapters now. I think I'll probably end up with 10 and just make it 10 lessons from my year with the millionaire mentor or something cool. like that. Um, I love yeah. that. I think that's so, like, that ass, bro. like yeah, I really like so, that idea. Yeah. I mean, so we'll, we'll see. I think uh, it's going well so far. I jotted some of my notes down in the intro and I think uh, it's good segue into the first chapter. So we'll see. The first chapter is called get out of debt. So a little bit of financial, a little bit of life, a little bit of business, a little bit of spiritual, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a little bit of a mix of both. Mo oh, can't wait to mostly financial, I think, just because it's Millionaire Mentors in the title. So, but there may be more. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Did you dedicate it to us? Maybe there's more. Maybe there's actually emotions and thought process involved in making the money too. No, yeah, no, there's going to be stuff sprinkled in there. So, that's part of it. It's all all encompassing kind of thing. So, anyway, that's my win. Hey, like I back the line and like, hey, yesterday I was discussing in my podcast. Happy to disagree. <laughs> so I sent a snap Snapchat out today, um, just like a little screenshot of the intro. And I, I mean, ten people wanted a shout out in the book. I mean, everyone just wants <laughs> just wants their little line in there. So I'm gonna have, I'm just gonna have random lines in there, like, "Hey, my friend said this today." <laughs> like, are selling shoutouts, bro. Hundred bucks a shoutout. Yeah, <laughs> no, hey, that's that's what I should be doing. That's what I should be doing, really. So, um, anyway, that's my win for the week. Anyone else? So I went to my first uh, political rally. Did I talk about that last time? 
Uh, not on the podcast. I don't believe no. Yeah, I think I went. Sun- I was Sunday after the last podcast, so I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a co- really cool mix of people. So there's a candidate called Beto O'Rourke, and he's a white dude, and he was raised in El Paso, I think, but Mexican family somehow, or he's an Irish dude, but maybe in, I don't know how it all went, but he speaks perfectly good Spanish. Like he's, uh, um, and he he is the best driver. The 45-year-old Bernie Sanders. I mean, his platform is his platform is everyone needs health care. His platform, he's people over PACs. All of his money come from people. All of um, his opponents' money come from political action committees. Um, he's doing a sixty a whole county tour across the state of Texas for like X amount of days and doing all these little speakers. We just went and sat out in the field by a restaurant in Fort Worth and waited for him to get there. They were listening to Los Lobos, uh, the music. There were two bands playing and it was a cool crowd. A lot of Hispanics and a lot of, uh, a lot of white people. There weren't as many black people there. I would like to have seen black people there because the one thing yeah. I wanted, I wanted the rally to be is I wanted the rally to be like a picture of, uh, what America is like. And, um, so I don't know. It was, I enjoyed it. I think you should look at Beto. Uh, kind of uh, Ted Cruz put something out that was supposed to blast him because he was in like a punk band in like the 80s or something. But it absolutely backfired and it got retreated like a million times and people loved it. <laughs> punk band in the 80s. And uh, he wants to legalize, decriminalize weed. Uh, he wants to legalize it. He wants to bring gambling to because we're giving away a ton of revenue. Um, just a really cool platform and something that speaks to me and I think that speaks instead of speaking to the large groups i'm good i gave a little bit of money to him beto o'rourke if you're in texas vote for beto because the vote for beto is not vote for little tiny tim and we all need (laughs) we all need less little tiny tim in america (laughs) so do you do you think do you think he could actually beat Ted? so realistically he's anywhere from one to three percentage points behind him right now and he's just really kicked up his um is uh campaigning the unfortunate thing is is that ted cruz is back to three political action committees that have given him like yes, like 4.6 million dollars and so in order for beto to keep up with the campaign spending he's got to get four and a half million dollars out of you know his his people that's like me that support him and he asked for three dollars like he sent out an email today like hey guys i have an august budget if y'all can give me three bucks if x amount of people three bucks i can we get make it and keep up with ted cruz and some of me gets tired of reading that stuff but some of me thinks that hey man you know what if he's not three if he's not gonna do it as a political action committee and if people that receive money from PACs are gonna vote for PACs, maybe people that receive money from me will vote for me so i kind of you i feel like you have to put your money where your mouth is on that yeah so that was my cool thing like that. then i lost who i was in my battle with anxiety and now i'm here again <laughs> hey nice <laughs> Man, hey. full circle good recovery twins y'all got i um i'm trying to get into mountain biking actually i just bought a mountain bike and so there's a lot of cool trails up here and i just want i mean soccer consumes so much of my life in high school that i don't have really any other hobbies <laughs> so i'm trying to you know like there's nothing else i know about so i'm trying to research and get all into that and i think it's fun like we used to ride bikes in colorado when we'd go up yeah. there for the summer and so um 
one of my good friends from Houston um, really likes it, and so I'm trying to learn with him and stuff. So I think it's going to be fun. Awesome. Dude. Heck I yeah. I like that. Go yeah. get you some, Caleb. Yeah. Send me some pics. No, what, no, what you got, dude? Uh, man, I just really like like two of my professors and two of my classes right now. One is an argumentation class, and the teacher is just like this genius kind of like fact machine. And so I'm sitting in this class, and it's like it's an argumentation class, but it's pretty like political and stuff. And so uh, I'm just sitting there, and like she's spitting out all these facts and stuff, and like. A lot of my ideology, ideologies and a lot of what I believe in, she's, like, putting facts. She's, like, verifying my ideologies within, with facts and probabilities and stuff like that. Mm. So it's cool to just sit in that class and kind of be kind of vindication of what I believe is has at least some basis in it. Hey, no, we um, do you a favor? Yeah. If, if she ever says something that you just disagree with, can you stand up and proudly shout out fake news and then just sit down? <laughs> Talk about that. One thing she said, she's like, she always asks, she always asks the class questions, and like, she'll, the, someone will always spit out like the wrong answer, so she'll just like go off on them, you know. And so she'll be like, and so she's like, is fake news real, class? And people go, what? No. She's like, it 100% is. It's absolutely real. It's 100% there. It's like it's shown all the time, through and through. So it's just it's cool to sit there and just like listen to someone bring like probability into my ideologies, and like I'm there just like nodding my head like saying yes in my head the whole time to like mm-hmm. everything she's saying because it's all like a pastor yeah i mean like going to school in arkansas like oh and, and like, just, just in the south like going <laughs> don't going to school in the south like it's just ridiculous how many people just it's like what people think and like what they're not aware of at least and so it's cool that i've been thinking like everything she's telling the class but just I don't know, maybe not be too comfortable talking about all those things to the people like my friends because we're in the south and stuff and it's cool that she just kind of like hits them with the train because she, finally, has, like, she has the data. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have the data. I just have the like reasoning. I have like the educated guess. She has like the actual like. There's no backing. I have like this is how I feel, feel, but she has the data that gives you the feeling. Exactly, and it's almost like every single thing I felt has been backed up with her data. Like almost every single thing from like from when I started the class with her. The funny thing it's is, really dude, cool. Funny thing is, no, is like I'll sit in front of a teacher and i think they're absolutely brilliant and yeah. they'll think the- i'm thinking i'm like man how can that dude be so freaking smart but yet so out there like i don't <laughs> dude dad all of my teachers that i think are brilliant have similar ideologies to me like every single one all like all three of my most influential college teachers college professors have had like the same the similar like ideologies and kind of uh, just thought process a little processes a little bit. I think it's way cool that you like college, man. Like to me, it was just getting out of class. I mean, you've mentioned a couple of times now that you really like your teachers and you like what you're learning. Kind of tells me yeah. that you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate tests, like Christian. I take tests like you, dude. Like tests are literally a nightmare for me. Absolutely yeah. a nightmare. But when I can sit in a classroom and listen to a brilliant professor, someone that I wouldn't like normally spend time with and she's just lecturing me and like giving me all this information stuff it just makes going to class worth it like i love being there and just like it like usually in class if it's boring subjects i'll be looking at the clock the whole time i like leave that class not looking at my clock once and not even like having it feel like it was an hour and 15 minutes like it's it's so much fun and riveting it's just it's like it has me like it uh 
kind of just like encompasses my whole mind. Like I, it's just all focused on what she's saying, basically. So it's really cool. Hmm. So Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. All, all right, right, boys. boys. Yeah. Love you. Been real. Thank you to our, thank you to our pod listeners out there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> eight of them. Um, I'm not, I don't have any political action committees that support me. So please send me $3. Yes. So, <laughs> so we can keep this <laughs> podcast going. Yes. <laughs> Love you boys. Proud of you. I right, see you guys. Love y'all. Love you guys. Love Bye. Y'all. Peace out. Bye. See you boys.